0: Are you tired of losing your nuts and bolts? Don't tell me you're still using that old magnetic tray. Time to step up your game to Boltster organizing trays. Silicone organizing trays that keep your nuts and bolts where you need them. All of their products are heat resistant up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit and chemical resistant to almost everything you will find in the shop, including gas, diesel, starting fluid, antifreeze, and every mechanic's favorite, brake cleaner. Go to Boltster.com and check out their products from the original Boltster Organizer, the awesome, very handy Bitster Organizer. I use this at home to hold bits and screws when I'm assembling furniture or toys for the kids or just working around the house, and you also got to check out their newest Boltster Flex organizer tray. It has three pattern dimensions that hold fasteners from 4mm to 24mm, as well as a catch-all area, and this comes standard with a lifetime warranty. Check them out on Facebook at Bolster Inc., and also check out their website at bolster.com. Welcome back to the flat rate tech podcast hope you had a good father's day weekend this one's coming out a little late obviously let's ramble about some shit service bulletins and warranty times fucking suck dude this is another reason techs are leaving the industry this is something that your dealership really can't do anything about or can they i don't know when you get paid 0.3 to do a 20-page fucking bulletin to basically cover the manufacturer's asses for fucking up, but they pay you shit to do it. Even an update that pays 0.3 to reprogram the PCM, but they don't tell you there's six other modules that you gotta reprogram doing it. But they only pay you point three. So you're sitting there for 45 fucking minutes, turning the key on and off 50 fucking times to make three tenths. It's like sometimes I hope the battery would just fucking die when I'm doing it, you know? I don't hook that bitch up to no charger. Don't pay me enough for that shit. In warranty times, you get a car under warranty and say it needs, I don't know, a water pump. The water pump's making noise or leaking or I don't whatever, dude. And you look up the warranty time and it pays 2.4. Yet you have to pull the front of the engine apart to change the fucking thing. That same car customer pays like eight hours to do the same fucking job. What's the difference? Well, the difference is the manufacturer has to fucking pay for it when it's covered under warranty. That's the fucking difference. They ain't going to pay you eight hours, even though they know it fucking takes that long. They make up some fucking random time that they say has been researched. And I'm quoting, researched. And it can be done in 2.4 hours. Then you go and you look at the workshop manual on how to remove the fucking water pump. And it shows the picture. And it just says, remove the water pump. In small letters, it says on the picture... Frame rail, suspension, bumper, headlights, inner fender removed for visibility. It's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. Half the bolts you can't even get to. When they're showing you how easy it is, they delete half the fucking car out of the picture. And they just say, unbolt it. Unbolt the water pump. Radiator removed. Fucking compressor removed. Fucking cab removed from the vehicle, you know? What the fuck, dude? 2.4. Can't even get to the goddamn bolts. What really sucks is when you think you sold that job under customer pay, and then they come back and it's under warranty. There goes your fucking week, dude. And quit. Is that why tech's like working at independent shops? No warranty work? Maybe. I don't know. The tool truck business is fucking weak right now, dude. Do y'all got tool trucks coming to your work? We haven't had a Mack truck in 22 years. Okay. Our Matco guy fucking quit. And we just have one local tool company that comes around. That's it. That's all we got. Oh, Then we got a Snap-on guy that orders you the wrong shit. Literally orders the wrong color toolbox. I mean, what's going on with the tool companies, man? It's crazy. I got an email about used car departments. Somebody... Wrote me in bitching about them. Asking, are they all scumbags? (laughs) Are they all scumbags? Needs nothing, right? That's how they try to sell a car. It's like Facebook Marketplace. A piece of shit car for sale and say it needs nothing. Yet you drive it down the road and the fucking car is dog tracking. As is, dude. It's almost like used car managers want you to fully inspect the cars but decline everything. You know, of course they're trying to make the most profit out of each car, but when the customer buys a car and brings it back for the noise over bumps because the front struts are fucking blown out, they end up eating it anyways. Then, of course, it's a rush job in the shop. The service manager asks the tech, why didn't you recommend the struts? And he says he did, but they declined it. There's your bad survey. There's your bad hit on Google because that's all that matters, right? They expect customers to repair their cars and advisors to sell work with a $200 an hour labor rate. But when they get a trade-in and it goes into the used car shop, the tech writes everything it needs and they don't fix shit because they say it's too much money. And they get a discount on parts and labor. How does that make any sense? That's why they try to sell extended warranties on every car. They hope that when they skip a repair on a used car by the time the customer notices the issue... They hope that the warranty kicked in, so when they bring it back, there they go. Warranty's covering it. Shop makes money. Sales save money. That's what they hope for. So the best advice I can give you as a used car tech, or just a regular tech, is when you write an estimate on a used car or a customer car, whether it's on paper or a computer, take a picture of the estimate you made to cover your ass. Even on customer cars. Especially on customer cars. I can't count how many MPI forms have been changed by advisors because they didn't want to try to sell the work. Or they couldn't sell the work. I know that's happened to you before, too. It had to have. can't just be me. They change what you recommend, then the car comes back for the next oil change, and another tech gets it, and the fucking brakes are metal to metal, and the rotors are fucked up. So they look at who worked on it last, and it says you put the brakes green at 8mm. Then they come and bitch at you, even though... You said they were at three millimeters and recommended a brake job. Had that shit in red, but some scumbag advisor changed it for whatever dumbass reason. I don't know why they fucking even come to work. If they're going to do that shit. But you got to cover your ass, dude. I've seen this shit many times, dude. It's fucking sad that you have to do it, and it takes up more of your time. But hey, don't get screwed because someone else is being a fucking scumbag. Have your proof. Cover your ass. Just going to put this out there. I got several emails from technicians about pay in their areas. And not one fucking single email from a manager. So when you hear the bullshit about a technician shortage and you hear about it on podcasts or the news or from your own manager, I guess they're just looking for some kind of bailout program from the manufacturers or Obamacare or some bullshit like that. I don't know, dude. Maybe they just like to bitch about it and do nothing about it. Maybe they all just think it's not their shop that has a technician shortage. My shop's fine. We're, well, my techs are happy. And they never walk in the shop to even ask the techs, how is it going? Meanwhile, half the techs in the shop have already talked to other shops about coming there and probably already have offers. More money, better benefits, more work, cleaner shop, better management, better chance to be promoted. There's shops out there looking for you. Just thought I'd throw that out there. You know what we need that'll help the technician shortage is we need more fucking trade schools. Not everybody wants to go to fucking college and go straight into fucking debt before you even get a job. It's like, what do you even remember from high school? Did high school teach you how to work on cars and make 90 grand a year or whatever you make? Not unless you had a gas engine class or you went to some kind of vocational school. Some kind of class to get you out of that bullshit math class or whatever you're taking. So many kids get diagnosed with ADHD only because they act out in history class or fucking math class. It's because they're, they're fucking bored, dude. They don't give a fuck about that shit, so what do they do? They fucking medicate them. You know what I mean? Seriously, those kids need a hands-on class building shit. Fixing shit. Taking shit apart and putting it back together. Learn a to trade. Because they don't give a fuck about sitting in a classroom listening to a teacher that doesn't even want to fucking be there anyway. Probably, the teacher's probably planning on when they're going to go on strike again for more money. But instead, they medicate them so they sit in that fucking class and take it. You know? It's bullshit. Every fucking high school should have an automotive class, along with carpentry, plumbing, welding, all of it. All the trades. Instead of pushing kids to go to college and go there for four fucking years taking classes for a job they're probably not even going to do, and instead, they're just going to end up with student loans for the rest of their fucking life and work at Starbucks. I should open up my own vocational school, call it flat rate technician training. That's what I should do. The books will just have pictures in it. I'll teach you how to do a 30-page recall in five minutes. I'll teach you how to fix a uh warranty oil leak with one special pressurized tool. <laughs> the math portion will just be... Teaching you how to get straight time and keep track of your fucking hours so you don't get screwed over. Seriously, though, if the automotive industry really thought about the fact that there is a technician shortage for real, why couldn't they push for more elective classes instead of big boats and motorcycles for themselves? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's UTI in schools like that, but what about in public schools? Where students get trained on how to repair cars and not be medicated to sit through a fucking math class. But instead, let's buy boats, right? I mean, really, it's the manufacturers that need to step up and do something about the technician shortage. I wonder what those managers buy. You know how your your boss buys small boats and motorcycles and shit? I wonder if those managers at the manufacturers buy like houses and shit in different countries, you know? F1 cars and put them in their living room and shit like that. Some dealer groups are trying. They go to local schools and talk to kids. They sponsor programs at local trade schools. And But shouldn't the car makers do that? They're the ones building the cars and trucks that you would think they'd want to keep doing it, right? If there's no mechanics out there, who's going to fix them? Just keep building more, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I guess they'll all figure it out. They're not worried about the technician shortage. Who knows? All right, y'all. Check out my Facebook page, Flat Rate Tech Podcast. Check out my website, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. There's links on there to the merch store. Don't forget to check out bolster.com dude. Get you one of those badass tool tray organizers. Those things are badass, dude. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on next time.